It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! Hey, everybody. We're uh, we're here on a Friday. We got very, like, drab colors today. I got, like, a drab gray. She's uh, got the light blue. It's not that drab. I look good. I don't know what y'all talking about. Mike's got the drab. I don't know. Just the colors look weird on the the wide shot. What's that called? The three shot? Yeah, because it's three people. If there's four people, what's it called? It's a four shot. You're learning TV, baby. There it is. Mike's going to try to be particularly funny today because his girlfriend's in studio. <laughs> right? You always got to step it up when the girlfriend's in studio for the first time. You feel like you got to be extra funny. Uh, I'm just always funny. I don't got to be extra funny. <laughs> it's Mike's girlfriend, Gabby. Miss Nuggets. Mike, will Gabby fall asleep during the show like Brie fell asleep the first time you she came You put her on a spot like that? Yeah. She can't fall asleep. Not if he's going to fall There's bull here today. You can't fall asleep. You're not going to fall asleep. That, so. that would be a, the ultimate insult. Brie, why would you fall yeah. asleep? What's the matter with her? Yeah, that's Rupri. We got Butters in studio too. We got Butters. Yeah, Butters. Best nicknames was the one who met us at the card show right. and gave me the chicken nugget keychain. That's Butters. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And he's got another special surprise for us today that we're going to oh, really? bust out in a little bit. So uh, stay okay. tuned for that because it is well worth your time. All right, a lot to get to today, including thank God we're talking about preseason football for the last time. This is the last game. It's the last Although game. it won't be the last time because on Monday we'll talk about what happened, yeah. but that'll be it. It's almost time for real football, fellas. It is 13 days to the Thursday night football opener. It is 16 days to the first regular season game, first regular season Sunday, including the Browns and Bengals. Browns remain a one-and-a-half-point underdog at home against the Bengals with 16 days to go to the first game. Do you think that line stays? Real quick. Will it be one-and-a-half? No. I kick off? High or lower? What do you think? It depends if Burrow's playing or not. Well, no shit. No, yeah. I'm asking, what do you think? If uh, I think it's going to go up a little because I think Burrow's going to play. I ends up being two and a half. What happens if, if Deshaun Watson throws for a bunch of yards against the Chiefs? Don't Does, matter. Do, don't I don't matter? think that'll matter. Not, not, it'll matter to like how we look at the game, but not mm-hmm. to how Vegas sees I don't think Vegas will, will change yeah. anything. The only thing that changes Vegas I don't Vegas think Vegas is, is down on Watson as much as some other people no, are. No, I agree. Uh, so... Um, so I don't think they're going to change it. I think they're expecting Watson. I think Vegas expects Watson to be a good player. And you know what's so crazy? I, I've been looking. I believe the Cleveland Browns have been the, the offseason story. I, I Like, when it comes to national stuff, the Browns are lead, take the lead on. I see them on all the shows. Yeah. I, I, I thought Aaron Rodgers and the Jets yeah, would be I, I still there. think it's the Jets yeah. are number one. but The Browns are up there, and the thing with the Browns is, and this is a good thing, and I saw Rich Eisen who – we oh, yeah. talked about a lot of times his distaste personally. Rich is coming for, back around, Richie. He put out a video and said the biggest question heading into the 2023 NFL season, just how good are the Browns? And that's at 150,000 views. So yeah. there are so many question marks yeah. with the Browns in terms of we think they're good, as Bolo always says, until they yeah. prove it, we don't know. Right. That you can look at it from 15 different angles and get content out of it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think they've been such a predominant story 
from the end of last season to this season. But I still think the Jets are number All one. All right. Also today, we'll talk about, we'll do a keep cut trade. 32 and 32 is Denzel Ward. And uh, what else? The Shohei Otani injury. We'll talk about that for a little bit. Your boy James Rapine. And James Rapine's going to be on with us, who does the Locked On Bengals podcast. One of the best Locked On podcasts out there. He does a great job covering the Bengals. He used to be the Guardians beat reporter for where we worked at. And then he do the Reds. The fan. He never did the Reds, but he's from Cincinnati originally, so okay. I think he's a Reds fan. And one more thing that yeah. we didn't mention: we're going to do some predictions for the guys on the bubble. For the Browns 53-man roster, yeah. what they have to do against Kansas City to ensure they're on the 53-man roster when yeah. the final cut. Because there's that, a couple people that I didn't think was going to be on the team that might be on the team now. Yeah. Like? Jakeem Grant. Yeah. Which means they'll if, if Jakeem Grant's on the team, that means they probably keep seven receivers, which means there's another position where they're not, whether it's D-line or O-line where they keep nine instead of ten. Or quarterback now. Or quarterback. Yeah, I th- well, Yes. And that's where we'll start. And we'll start. Good job out yeah. of you. Anthony, you need to hit on anything before we start on that? We do. Uh, we have yeah, three bird we... dog reads. we got to get one in. Yeah, we have to make up a bird dog read from yesterday because with the internet oh, issues that we guys. were having, we missed one. So I want to remind everybody to go check out our friends at Bird Dogs. They sent us a bunch of free merch. I love their shorts. I was surprised, happily surprised by their joggers. I wish I could wear them more, but i got to wait for my leg to heal up because they are a little tight. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. But before we get into DTR, <laughs> yeah, I know. Go ahead. Laugh at me. It's, it's, just the, it's just the way you, it's not a pauseable. Little tight. No, it, was it a pause? No. His pants are too tight. His pause? What's the sexual no, implication of that? Not, I don't know. That's that, not. That was a bad use we, of pause. We have a, yeah, we, I told you, we have a pause, pause problem. You, yes. I just, I just yeah, dropped just, the ball. You just pause there. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah bad yeah. job out of you. Bad job out of you. Uh, that's, what, that's what happens when you slide in softball. That's why Anthony <laughs> I, so probably I needs to go to the like doctor I, to get his leg checked His out. leg is jacked up. I slid like I was it's playing soccer. And I, normally I would have a shin guard on. And where I slid, yeah, that the, was, the guard would grind. Is, didn't have a shin guard is on. Is that turf? Is it, was it turf? Yeah, it's nice turf. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, it was real nice turf. I didn't pick any rocks out of my leg, so no worries there. The yeah. dirt was real, No, it's not real dirt. The dirt was turf. I thought it was all turf. Yeah, it was all turf. It's just brown turf. That wasn't dirt. It wasn't real dirt? No, it was brown turf. Are you serious? I didn't know. What have you ever seen a turf field with dirt? It's either all turf or it's grass well, and dirt. Well, in Major League Baseball, there is dirt in yeah. the turf. That's not a Major League Baseball. <laughs> but you it's just Talty Field in the Cleveland Metro Park. That's true. I, that's, I didn't even really think this about is, this that. This is two major mistakes by you in the first, the first six minutes first, of the show. A fumble <laughs> and an offside. Neither, neither one is an important mistake, but, no. right, but they are mistakes nonetheless. All right, let's get into the quarterback situation. Mike referenced the fact that they may only keep two quarterbacks. When we assumed all along they keep three, and that's because if you've been living under a rock for the past 12 hours or 14 hours, 
you don't know, and now you do, that Joshua Dobbs has been traded to the Arizona Cardinals along with a seventh-round pick in next year's draft for a fifth-round pick. It's funny, the Browns obviously didn't plan on trading him because they had just announced that they were going to cut Kellen Mond, and then after this trade was announced, they announced that they were rescinding that, that you know, putting crazy. him on waivers, so Kellen Mond is back. But I don't think Kellen Mond. I don't think Kellen Mond's going to be on the fifty-three man roster. He's going to probably be on the practice squad, and they will call him up on game days, <coughs> so he can be to the fifty-three, so he can be used as one of the as the emergency third quarterback on the with the forty-five active players as the forty-sixth guy. But uh, Dobbs, we thought he'd be the backup. Uh, we, many of us, myself included, kind of dismissed the possibility of DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, being the backup quarterback to start the season. And I and we were wrong because, obviously, he impressed enough. Like, he impressed the fans. But I'm like, well, we don't have the whole picture. The Browns see more. They want to have a veteran quarterback as a backup. Well, no, they don't. Because Dorian – and by the way, this is not only based on what we've seen in preseason games. They didn't just keep him because he's played well in preseason games. They keep him because of the whole picture. They see him in practice. They see him in the co- in the locker room. They see him on the on the on the board. They see his studying habits, and they're obviously convinced this is a listen. Josh Dobbs is just a guy anyway. Yeah. yeah. But this is a pretty bold move, guys, to get rid of a quarterback with with at least some experience who's been in the league a while for a fifth round rookie. They they must have a ton of faith in him. Well, let me let me ask you guys this first. And we'll, we'll go whatever direction you want to go. Do we want to start with the real reason they traded Dobbs? Or do we want to start with the DTR hype? It's all about DTR is the reason they traded him. I, disag- I disagree. Why? I disagree. Gee, where do you want to start? Man, it's, it's the talk of the town. It's DTR. No, but what are you talking about? So here's how I see this whole thing playing out. Yesterday afternoon, Kevin Stefanski comes up during the show. We were on the air and says, Josh Dobbs is QB2. Earlier that morning, they had waved Kellen Mond. Right. In my mind, and I don't believe anything coaches or general managers say at press That's conferences. Correct. I do believe that Kevin Spansky was telling the truth yesterday at the time of his comments. I agree. Arizona looked at their quarterback situation yeah. and said, Colt McCoy's 37 years old. He is so washed. We cannot go into a game with him as our starting quarterback because the other 52 players in the roster know that we're officially punting, even yeah. though their entire season is a tank job to get Caleb Williams next right, year. Right, right. I understand that's the context. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like Josh Dobbs is a short thing to be any good. But Drew Petzig, who was here with Cleveland last year, yeah. was tight with Josh Dobbs. He's now in Arizona. They okay. had that connection. I believe Arizona then called Andrew Barry in the afternoon and said, hey, we can't do this with Colt McCoy. We like Dobbs. We know he's going to not win us a bunch of games, but at least our team could feel like we're at least trying to compete this year. We'll give you a fifth-round pick in exchange for yeah, him. It's not like seven. a fifth-round pick. Is that much in He moved return? up, but it, it gets your initial investment back on DTR. So I don't think they went out. Like, this trade happened because DTR played well in preseason. I don't think DTR played so good that they were like, Josh Dobbs was going to cut him. Because at that point, they cut him. I think he surpassed Dobbs because the offer on the table was too good to pass up. And DTR played well enough in preseason to say, we'd like to have that fifth-round pick over a seventh-round pick, and we feel that Dobbs is not that much better than DTR. That's the real reason they traded him. See, I don't think it's the reason because I I agree with you that they didn't cut or move on from Dobbs because they were like, well, we don't need him. I think, but I think DTR played well enough in the end 
that they were comfortable with him as the backup. Agreed. Because it's not like, again, I don't think a fifth-round pick is that much. But you move up 60 spots in the draft. And, and once again, You're, the reality is if we're talking about the backup quarterback yeah. in the regular season, our chances of the playoffs, the Browns' chances of the playoffs are done. Right. So this is an insurance so policy. Yeah. But, but I, if they didn't believe in DTR, they wouldn't have made and, the and, trade. And that's, what I, that's my point. Yeah. DTR played well enough in the preseason to give Andrew Berry the confidence not, not to go get another asset. And, and, but but yeah. like throughout the preseason up to this yeah, point right, of, right. of camp yeah. to give Berry the confidence to do that. And before I pass it off to G, because I know you want to talk about your boy D-T-R. I mentioned a special gift that Butters brought for us, right? Yes. G, what are you most known for on this show? Kool-Aid. G. Bush, I now present you <laughs> the official we DTR Kool-Aid jug. I didn't notice the, the every jar. flavor of Kool-Aid known to man. We have a whole other packet back maybe there. Maybe the water actually won't taste uh, like crap. Hold on. We my, have my, every flavor of Kool-Aid known to man. That, that's, that's, shout out to Butters. That's a good Butters, job shout out to you. Too. Now, let's, let's, get it, let's get it going. First of all, there's not, every, there's not every flavor in here. You know why? What is this? Red. Oh, just colors, right? You got. What is this? Red. What does that one say? <laughs> That's cherry limeade. Yeah. The first was black cherry. What is this? Blue. Red. You think they're all gonna taste the same? Tropical punch. What is this one? What is this one right here? I got you. I got something for you. What is this? Red. Red. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, if you don't know, there's only three colors. There is orange, there is purple, and then there is red. Multiple reds. Yeah. Uh, he knows what to do. You look like you drank some Kool-Aid once upon a point in time. Yeah. Multiple <laughs> cups of sugar. I don't know what that... We that had some creature flying around in here. The creature wants my Kool-Aid. <laughs> I don't want that creature. What is that thing? DTR. It's like the bad guy from Godzilla. Was yeah. it Mothra? Mothra. Mothra, Mothra hey, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold these like I'm holding drink cars. drink one now? You'll die if you drink these. <laughs> like with no water. No, you can pour it into your water. Where's your, where's your sugar? Oh, you I need regular. I need can't, I need sugar like this. Uh, and when I talk about DTR, when, when I talk about my Kool-Aid package, yeah, here's how we do it right here. Bow. <laughs> G. Bush is filling this guy, right? Of course. Let's go, man. Listen, honorary member. Get him a kick, a, a scan pass. Can he come in when he wants? <laughs> just pump. Just just let him just come through. And hey, we're gonna yeah. put this in front of the. Actually, you probably yes. can't see it. Don't know. We, we you can't put, see it. We'll, we'll make sure we got a nice set sure, for it. Yeah, we're gonna leave it. You, it. It'll be displayed on full. Yeah, we're gonna leave it right here for That's right well now. Well done. Display. But, but DTR, real quick, G. Bush. Let, let's talk about him because he has played phenomenal in the preseason so far. Three hundred forty-eight passing yards, two touchdowns. His QBR, according to PFF, or his PFF grade, excuse me, eighty-one point one. You've been calling for him as QB two since the I, Hall of Fame game. Since the Hall so of do you feel a little vindicated that the Browns have now of officially course. made the move? Like, 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 listen, you guys. You're think, comfortable with him playing if watching gets hurt? Hey, listen, I'm just, I'm just running down the list of things that I've been right on for about ever. Like, I said Joey Woods was trash. Like, two days afterwards, he was out of here. Mm-hmm. I've been telling you that. Well, you know where I stood on Baker, right? We get that. And I'm even the one who said Odell Beckham Jr. would get a big, another big contract. And, and Lord <laughs> turned around. He got one. I said the Cavs was going to draft Imani Bates, and I told him what it was going to do. And Imani Bates is balling. And then I jumped on a DTR <laughs> train, and they, they, they said, G. Bush, you're right. You didn't talk to, you didn't talk to it up so much. You're right. Let's go reevaluate what we're doing. 
We don't even need Dobbs. We know he's smart. Let's get some picks for him because we got D T R. He's the talk of the town. Every major league, they're like, man, it's DTR guy. Even the great Aaron Rodgers at the Hall of Fame game. Hold on, let me just let me put the headset on. Yeah, that kid, I know him. He's in high school. I used to see him. DTR. Yeah. Hey man, slide, slide, slide down. DTR, slide, slide. Don't take that hit. Before we break this, I'm just gonna yeah. put this. Yeah, button. yeah, yeah. It, Phenomenal. Are, are you more excited That's about DTR or Monty right Bates right now? We're gonna do that topic next week. I, 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 I gotta, I gotta say, I gotta say equally, um, because Imani Bates, even though he, he's so savvy, that what he does is he still put out content. Mm. He's like, don't forget, I can shoot. Don't forget, we just saw it yesterday. But DTR right now, all jokes aside, can play the game. He came in. He was able to move the offense. He plays kind of like Deshaun Watson. He came in and did his thing. And Andrew Barry, if, if Earl was able to see it. You got to give him credit because look what he, he – he brings in the Austin Watkins guy. He leads the league in, in receptions. When you talk about quarterbacks – Well, none of these guys have done anything in the regular season. You're right. Andrew Barry doesn't get credit until those guys play well you're right. in the regular season. But if, yeah. it, if we talk about as we speak right now, yeah, the number one quarterback people are talking about in the league is who? D. T. No. Or, Say it. No. No. Say it. About yeah, it. All, everybody. If you mention the Browns, they're like, well, DTR's playing better than Watkins. Isn't it, isn't it crazy? And this is yeah. maybe my big takeaway from all of this. Isn't it crazy? That Deshaun Watson's played six games in a Browns uniform. Yeah. And in my wildest dreams, and I told you about my dream the other day. Yeah. Where we had to roll you out of here. You were dreaming about me. I was dreaming about – Yeah. Can I just tell the dream real quick? No. Nah, okay, whatever. Just, but in my – would we have a backup quarterback who might be more popular than the starter? No, not no. true at all. You're out of your mind. And, but, by the way, wouldn't it be funny if after the Browns have had sh- shit quarterbacks forever. They trade Watson and DTR's a stud? Watson, let, uh, it wouldn't it be the funniest thing if Watson ended up being a disaster, DTR took over and became the next great quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> that would be amazing. But I just saw no world where a backup quarterback in the Watson regime. Yeah. Would, it would be like Jim Sorge. would just be a, yeah. a, a, a guy. The fact that he has a cult following – this early into Watson's tenure, and he, he's earned it. Is, he, he has no, he earned has. it. To this point, yes, he has. He ain't done nothing wrong. Yeah, he, he's done nothing wrong to make you not love what you've seen from him so far. But to have a guy that's already a cult hero to a guy who's as popular He'll in the city as Jim Bush. Once well, we get into well, the season. Well, you, that, that's true. Hopefully he doesn't play a single snap this year. That's great. <laughs> like, I, I actually do believe that. But, yeah. the, you know, the crazy thing about it is, I, you know, it would be so ironic because the Browns haven't been able to get a quarterback in ever. And they've yeah. wasted capital after capital after capital. And I've always said it, and I'll, I'll stand on it till, till, I, till I'm done. To certain people, people always say that this preseason stuff don't count, you don't count, that don't count. I'm, listen, I'll be telling people all the time. It's the way you think about it. Everything you do is an opportunity to show and prove what you can do. At one point in time, I can't say preseason don't count because I was was doing YouTube videos in the ether. (laughs) Just doing YouTube videos. And somebody called me and was like, hey, you want to be on a show? I was like, you're lying. You're not going to. But if I wouldn't have been doing those shows, if I wouldn't have been doing YouTube, where where would I be today? Think about the pre-show show show we did here. Like the week before we were live. Yeah. 
And how much better we got from that first Monday to when we actually launched. And that first one that we really launched was still a disaster in comparison to where we are now. Reps matter. And I understand. Yeah. Reps, should I give you reps? Wait, 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 wait. I, 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 I love I, that. I love I, that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm talking, bull. Reps matter. Let me get off my reps shot matter. here. Should I give you the top 10 passing leaders in the preseason the last bunch of years? I, well, Kyle funny. Sloter like four times, and he just yeah. got cut it from the XFL. Davis Webb. Sucks. Kyle Trask. Sucks. Jake Browning. Sucks. Brett Rippin. Great. Some guy. Uh, who's this guy? Skyler Thompson. Kansas State legend. He played. He yeah. almost beat the, the Bills in a playoff game last Trace year. Trace McSorley. Penn State legend. Keep going. Yeah, none of these guys are any good. Uh, but listen, I get when you say in the grand scheme of things, preseason yeah. doesn't count. You are right. Yeah. Correct. Because the guys playing in these preseason games are not the guys who are making the majority of crucial plays on Sundays leading a team to the Super Bowl. However, I do take it a little off-putting when you say the entire preseason doesn't count because you do need – a 53-man roster, and depth matters in the NFL. Okay, I'm And the sick guys at the back response. end of the roster, I'm sick of that's where they get their it's reps. Just, it's just like Harbaugh the other day saying, you're being angry that people were making fun of their winning streak. It, nobody's saying it doesn't have value to the team. When, when people make fun of their winning streak, or if I say preset, I'm saying it has, using it Using it to analyze a team is stupid. That's fair. Or, or, or that, from that's the outside. Fair. Or you fair. said, it, 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 to you as a person who is an analyst, or a person watches games, it has no entertainment value to you. Uh, minimal. Because no, I don't no, no. care. Because if I watch any game and I don't care who wins, then it's not that yeah, much entertainment so, value. So I, listen, I agree with people yeah. say that it's not entertaining to me. Like, just yeah. not, I don't want to see that. I want to see but, the guys that but play But you can't in the start. take the statistics that's and fair. make that seem like that translates to the regular and, season. And I don't disagree with that at all. And that's not to say that DTR can't someday be a good player in the NFL. He might be. But we have... At this point, we don't know. He's played very well, and the Browns obviously think highly of him or they wouldn't have traded Josh Dobbs, and that's great. But we can't take preseason statistics and turn it into more than it is. And you look at any position, quarterback, receiver, running back, there's no stats for offensive line, but sacks, right. interceptions. Like, Ron Hickman may lead the league in interceptions in the preseason. Two of those were absolute gifts, and then the one he made a phenomenal play on. Right. And I'm not taking anything away from him, and the be- you know but that's the- not necessarily translatable to actual games. So in that regard, yeah. I do agree with you, but I do think there is value to preseason football, even if it's not on the, value the big the picture. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. Like The guys that we're analyzing here, 99.5% of the time have minimal impact when it comes to actually winning and losing games in crunch time in the NFL. Right. Like That part I'll give you, but I do disagree that – it matters more than you like to say it does. It, I, but it matters to the team, not to us. It shouldn't matter to us. I, I think it matters, it matters to me because I think if you see a guy who can play, right, and the only way you can get to a point where you are a guy that, that is, is a star or a guy that contributes is you have to make plays against the competition that you're up against, right? So if it has to be threes or fours or your, your grandmother, you got to make plays against your grandmother to get to play against the fours, right? And then the fours, when you get to the fours, you better make some plays to get to the threes. So we, we see what the progression is, but, you know, it's great because sometimes you come across some people that can help you out. And when you look at, a, a, like, a Watkins Jr., or you look at a DTR who's in a position to be a backup quarterback, you one snap away, these th- without them making plays against those other inferior competition, they would never be in a position that, right, to help right. the team come, Let me, move I forward. That. I got a story and a question. I'll tell yeah. you a story real quick. And, gee, I know you can relate to this ball. I'm not sure if you can. But mm. remember, like, pickup basketball, there was always that one dude in pickup who was nasty. 
in my high school, it was Jason Kukulon. Jason Kukulon, you never thought you'd get a shout-out on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, but there you go. <laughs> Jason you Kukulon go. would cook everybody in gym class. Right. And as soon as it was time to run a real play, he was lost in a soup. Dude did not know how to set a screen, could not figure out how defense, was literally implayable in an actual basketball game, mm-hmm. but was maybe the best player in just random pickup. There's multiple what guys. What do you mean in a random pickup versus? So, like, like if you just five on five in the, in the park. As opposed to what? Like an actual game where actual, you're running plays, a, a, actual, actual, defense. Like we were messing around like in the park. Coach? An, an, yeah, a, yeah. Actual organized An organized game versus just Why was he so up. useless? He's stupid? Well, well, it's two different games. It's yeah, two completely different things. But the guy who's the best shouldn't be useless in that. All depends on what your basketball yeah. IQ is. He, he said he's stupid. No, basketball He was basketball wise. stupid, yeah. Okay. Jason Kukla is basketball. Uh, Jason, I hope you're doing well, man. I haven't talked to you in forever. I think You'll he's be dead now. for all you know. No, I saw him post on Instagram a couple months ago. Mm, so hopefully, stalking the last old months. Uh, t- friends, huh? It just you know pops up. Not okay, closer, fair enough. Yeah. You all, in football, I'm sure it's the same way. There are dudes who in camps look phenomenal. When the when the lights what? are on, you actually got to play. Kind of shrink. What? And in preseason games, at least for the guys who are trying to vie for a roster spot, you can see. Hey, you may do stuff in practice, but when the game's actually going and there's referees calling real penalties and there's not situations where you're doing X, Y, or Z, you got to just go make a play. Can they make a play? And I think that is something you can take away from preseason action. And we've seen DTR. Yeah. When the lights have been brightest in the preseason, which in the grand scheme of things are 5% bright compared to a real NFL game, the dude just makes plays. And he's found ways to make plays. He's found ways to evade chaos, hit receivers in stride. He's been relatively accurate. I love the fact he's downfield making blocks. He wasn't really accurate against Philly. He was 13 to 25. 65%. That's a round league average. No, that's not 65%. 64.3%. No. 13 of 25 is just over 50%. Oh, his, his, for the preseason, he's 64%. Oh, okay. My bad, my bad. Yeah. But that's three games. He's thrown more passes than anyone in preseason. Yeah. To me, he's just shown he's a baller. Like, it may not translate. You're right. It may yeah. not translate when he's playing the Ravens defense or the Steelers defense on Monday Night Football. But the dude looks like a player, and we don't see enough in practice to know what he does because that's behind closed doors. We just see what we see in preseason. I'm he looks saying, like a real player. You've got to keep in mind that there's been a lot of quarterbacks that have looked like players in the preseason that weren't. Yeah. Lots. And, and, but yeah. then again, like how many quarterbacks in the preseason come play in like, you know, in the ne- they play well in the preseason, get into games in a, in a regular season. Usually they don't even have opportunity. Usually they play well and they sit behind somebody to be third or fourth string. So it's not like they're being groomed yeah. to take snaps. So uh, but neither is he. Yeah, right. So yeah. If, so if, if I look at DTR and I say, okay, well, I'm going to take something away from him because this is competition. But we also have to take it in consideration that how would he look if you did give him two weeks of preparation, if you did tailor the game plan around him, and you did put him with guys like Nick Chubb and Amari yeah. Cooper and I, guys that can play. I, I ho- Again, I hope we don't find out this year. Now, that's, yeah, that's, that's the one thing we yeah, agree yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because if he plays this year, uh, Browns significantly time, significant time, that's a problem. Anything over four games. Oh, even that. Even is that. Scary. I don't feel. I, I mean, anything over at least in four games, you could say, can we squeeze out a two and two record? Can we just run the ball? Can if the, the defense, defense is as good as we think it could right. be, then maybe. But anything wow. over, if he has to play anything over four games, it's a different beast. Listen, you never know, right? As we talked about with Brock Purdy, nobody had even heard of the guy. And real quick on Purdy, did yeah. not play well in the preseason last year. Did not play great in the preseason. Very mediocre. I'm looking at his stats. Extremely mediocre. Yeah. No one went into last season in San Francisco saying, if Brock Purdy plays, we're going to be all right. That was break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. Mr. Irrelevant, and look what he did. So, 
Preseason, good or bad, never a true indication of how you perform exactly. when the Let me on. ask you this, though, Bull, because you're of the school of thought thinking that, like, quarterbacks are the most important guys on the field, right? Right. And if your quarterback goes down, it's a wrap. Yeah. My question is to to you, why isn't it, like, in, in, in baseball, like, they have multiple relief pitchers, right? Right. And the bullpen is you need you need multiple guys coming out the pen yeah. that can get out. If the quarterback position is so like so tough to play and it's so important, why don't people put a bigger emphasis on their backup quarterback? Why would you not draft like a backup quarterback? Or why wouldn't you say we need to allocate a large sum of money or just to have the best? Because there's a thing. Because anybody that's good enough wants to be a starter, right? I mean, there aren't that many. Like how many? How many good quarterbacks are there? Like good, good enough guys that you feel like you can win a Super Bowl with? Twelve, and that might that might be pushing it. So, but e- but even if you can't get a top twelve quarterback to be your backup, yeah, why isn't there a market for like like guys guys like a Jameis Winston, um, Andy Dalton? Um, let's see who else is a, a bona fide guy. Do you Colt the, McCoy. Do you well, he was like, he was a guy yeah. like that. You know what the answer to that is? There's only so much money to go around. Yeah. And most teams, if you have a good quarterback, you're paying them 40, 50, 55 right. million. And then to pay a backup, six, seven million, which is what those guys command. Yeah. It, that's six, seven million for I your defensive teams, line, your offensive line, your receivers. There's not teams, enough money to go around. Most of these teams say, listen, if the you want a guy who can fill in for a couple of weeks. Because if the starting quarterback gets hurt for the year, you're probably done. And most quarterbacks it's not 100% miss two games sure, a year. But that's the stat. Most quarterbacks miss two games a year. If you average out the games played, right, right, starting right. quarterbacks start the season to end. Yeah, most quarterbacks miss a game or two. Right, and a good team can survive that with a you know serviceable backup yeah. quarterback. But I don't know. Maybe maybe the Browns will be so good that Dorian Thompson Robinson gets to play the final game of the year because the Browns have their spot locked now, up. Now hold on. Now, now that would that, now, that, that would, would be the only fun. way I'd want to see him. Yeah. Now now listen, I don't want this to happen. Please don't do it. Like I, this is this is something that I, I see in my crystal ball. Don't don't give him a package. Don't, no, don't, don't no, give him no. a package. No, don't start that. Don't don't, don't, don't don't do that to us. No. Don't, don't don't give us a package. We saw Brissett come in on fourth down against uh, the Texans last yeah, that's year. Ridiculous. Do not Dude. take Deshaun Watson off the field oh, under any circumstances. Because, that would be a terrible decision. I got oh, Purdy's preseason stats last year, just yeah. for context. He played all three games. Played pretty pretty significant amount. Yeah. In three games, he threw for 346 yards, one touchdown, one interception, 59% completion percentage. Oh, he wasn't. Was no. very mediocre against yeah. the third string guys he was going against. So, yeah. just for context, there you go. No, no packages. I, I, that, uh, that would start a media. Yeah. Why? You're a $230 million quarterback, and they're taking you off the field. Yeah, yeah, What yeah. does that say? Oh, I Lord. Don't well, do let me, Well, let me ask you guys this. Uh, Tyvis, before we get to our next topic here, and you got something you got to hand us on? I got to get a PCC read in, but you yeah, go, go first, Bull. You got the PCC read? I can do that. Go ahead. All right. You guys, we went out to the internet to ask – who are you more excited for, DTR or Amani Bates? And whenever we ask the internet a question, it's brought to you by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio, and all locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. For Plus, get a full-time benefit package and paid time off and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com to learn more. So, guys, just so you know... 
Everybody's on the DTR train. 71% it's football. to 29%. It's football season. Everybody's football season. on the DTR train. Because if, if you know, if, if during summer league people are going bonkers. And obviously, Imani Bates has uh, uh, a better path to playing time. I was just going to ask. Yeah. Who has a better path to playing? Like, Imani Bates. DTR, like, if we don't even want him to have a package, like, right. he's going to be on ice the whole year. Right. Like, Imani Bates could play some. Yeah, he could. Whereas if DTR plays, uh, it's not good. Yeah. Unless, I mean, if he's great, then okay, it's fine. But you don't want, we don't want to find out this year. No, that's even bad for us again. Yeah, If, yeah. He, if he's great, that, that's the worst thing that can happen. No, yeah. no, I don't think it can ever be bad if somebody's great. What are we doing with that 230? Well, well but you're not paying DTR anything for four years. So right. you actually can have the. I don't even want to start it. it yeah, 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 it's. It's, yeah, no, it, it goes Sean back. Sean Watson becomes Trey Lance. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Gee, it, goes, right. it goes back to my devastatingly yeah. evil content idea that I'm not going to Right, right. right. And yeah. It's kind of cool. I've, I've already schemed it up. So somebody tweeted this out yesterday. Tyvis sent it to us in our chat group, and I wanted to bring this up, even though it wasn't on our rundown. But we'll get to our expectations in the preseason. It says, you can only pick two to make the final Browns roster. Who are you choosing? This is easy. Austin Watkins Jr., Ronnie Hickman, and Mach, Mach, how do you say the last guy's name? Mahmoud Debate. How do you say his name? I can't remember. G? The linebacker, G. It's Diabate. Diabate, yeah. Mohammed? No, it's Mahmoud. Mahmoud? Yeah. I don't say the first name. It's Diabate. Diabate. All yeah. right, Diabate, Ronnie Hickman, and Austin Watkins. This Jr. is easy. Who are you chucking if you have to chuck H- one? Hickman's gone. Hickman's yeah, gone. that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. But you love Hickman. Well, I, like all, I like all three. Diabate can start, and well, we thing, already know what Watkins is. Like, yeah, no, like wide receiver. Even though he might not play if everybody's healthy, if you have potential to have a, you know, maybe, maybe this guy's the out-of-nowhere wide receiver, especially when you're probably moving on from Amari Cooper and DPJ after this year. Yeah. So if you could get, um, if he somehow becomes a startable wide receiver, you know, and Debate is the Browns' weakest position. So it, it's a weakest I'd rather position. take the, the lottery at that that position, whereas Ronnie Hickman's the at best is the fourth safety. Yeah, he's he's and he's I don't see the difference. It's him and DeAnthony Bell. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, DeAnthony Bell plays special teams. I liked him last year. Yeah. They got McLeod. He's probably bad, like you said, battling yeah. for the fourth safety position. Right. And, and I like Hickman. Hickman's played very well. I like him. This is not a knock on preseason. You're just asking us, hey, you like gotta him. you gotta cut one of these guys. And of those three, yeah, I think the ceiling is the lowest on Hickman. And I also think it's a position of the least value to the Browns. So, to me, it, it's pretty easy just based on those two components. And, and Hickman is more of a – he doesn't have – Close. Almost got that fly. There's a fly in here, too. I almost got this. He, he don't have – I wouldn't say he don't have the elite measurables. Like, he's not extremely fast. He's not extremely big. He's, he's a ball not, hawk. But, he, he, yeah. he has a nose for the – he reminds me of a poor man's honey badger. Like – Damn. Honey badger was like a Heisman – Trophy candidate in college. That's why I said poor man. Like, I didn't say JV, man. I mean, he's a homeless uh, version. <laughs> You're the homeless version. I like that. You're the homeless version of that. I like, I, I like I, that. I, I like is that. that a compliment? Or I'm not insult? endorsing any of that. That's definitely If I'm the homeless version. I ain't endorsing nothing. Homeless version of, like, Byron Leftwich, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take you. Uh, you don't look like Byron Leftwich with the beard. No, I don't. No, I don't, man. I just, you know, I, it's incognito. I can't believe Johnny Manziel went with a, a nose and glasses and, and a fake mustache <laughs> to, to casinos. In that the is, of the is week. crazy. He just had a, he had, he had a fake beard on. It, it is not. Leftwich? 
No, no, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, whole story. Yeah, how, yeah, how absurd, does absurd. That, like it'll go down in history? That is the craziest. thing I watched ever. a little bit of the Swamp Kings, the next yeah. one, and I know we'll get, to, we'll get to Anthony's topic in a sec. Yeah. It's entertaining, but they just they skip all the stuff you want to see. Right. They don't mention Hernandez. They don't oh, mention the Pouncey right. Twins. They don't mention. Plus, any I don't of the like Urban Meyer. You don't like Urban Meyer. You don't like it. To me, it's entertaining because I I love college football. Was my thing back then. Yeah. And. Those Florida teams were so good, and there's so yeah. many guys. They, watch college no more. Speaking of which, we I, have I mean, not, I did talk, more than we have not talked a single – when's the last time we talked about college football on this show? Uh, uh, last season. They, they do no numbers. Ohio State does literally zero numbers for yeah. us ever. Are you excited about the start of Ohio State season? They play Notre Dame, don't they? They don't have a quarterback. They haven't named the quarterback yet. They don't have a quarterback. I'm excited to watch Marvin Harrison Jr. play because he's that good. Yeah. He's that good. How could you not have a quarterback? They have two five stars battling it out. So. I, but they're not. Look, if you got a certain demographic that you pick, mm-hmm. like here's the thing. That's like Alabama being like, you know what? <laughs> we got Gene Smith on next week. I know. I was surprised to see that. Yeah. So. By the way, uh, one quick note. Uh, I had my fantasy football keeper league rookie draft last night. So what interesting. The hell is, how many leagues? A lot of leagues. Oh, my God. Did I make the right call? I had the eighth pick in the rookie draft. Bijan. Eighth? He went one. Yeah, he, he went, went one. one. I'm sure, I'm sure. I took Zach Charbonnet from the Seahawks. It's Charbonneau. Charbonneau? Uh, from UCLA. He was DTR's backfield mate. There you go. I liked him a little bit. So greatness rubbed off on him. What about, where, where did uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba go? He went either five or six. Okay. Well, Zay, went, well, Zay Flowers. So I was deciding between Zach Charbonneau and Zay Flowers. And I didn't take Zay Flowers because I'm like, the Ravens never do anything in the passing game. They've got Mark Andrews. They got Odell. They got Rashad Bateman and a rookie. I mean, like, what's he going to do? I think Zay's going to play a lot this year. I actually think Zay's going to play. They're not a big passing team. You don't know what this new Todd Munkin offense. Come on. Lamar Jackson's the quarterback. They're not a big passing team. All right, and now we got to get to the next topic. You want to set it up? Zach Charbonneau. Yeah, so. Before the next topic, I just want to remind everybody that you can get memberships for UCSS for four ninety nine a month. You get a coaches tier membership. And you get access to overtime. We're doing your viewer questions today. We promise we're not going to change it last second. For one ninety nine, you get the starters tier, so you get access to all the emojis. And the more members we have, the more emojis we get. And Earl and I are still waiting on our emojis. So go buy a membership. You can gift memberships to your friends in the chat. It's a good time. This next topic, we're going to be talking about all the fringe players looking to still make the roster and what we need to see from them mm. Saturday so know that they'll make the team. I have statistical predictions for these guys. I don't think that – maybe I'm crazy, but I don't think anybody earns or loses jobs. or I think they rarely earn or lose jobs based on statistics in one preseason game. I really don't believe that. It's agree, just a small part of the entire puzzle – as to why you're keeping or not keeping guys. And I think, Unless it's an extreme yeah. where a guy's so good or makes such horrible mistakes. But I, but I, I think, it, think could be the, it could be the cherry on top, though, of an entire performance, the last preseason game as I a, guess. combined with all the practices. What do but you think? For the, for the sake of Fungi, yeah. you want to run down these guys and, and let's make some statistical predictions of what these guys? Which ones? Here, I'll, I'll give you the list. Here we go. I let's, got some extras that aren't on there, too, by the way. All right. First of all, Watkins. Like, even if Watkins didn't do much today, he's done enough to make the team. Whether he definitely makes it or not, I don't know. But yeah, it's like, like it's like an, an American Idol. You could be even with somebody the whole season. You could sing great songs the first season, the first few challenges. You could be great. Yeah. 
But if you pick the bad song and it's you in the finals, you go home. So you think he could lose his job still? Well, well, no, he's done enough where he's like the other guys. He's in the finals. Like yeah. he's made the finals, right? He's, yeah. He made it here. Right. The other guys, they like Schwartz would have to overkill it. He'd have to sing a Whitney Houston song and slay it as a man. Do you want to start with Schwartz? All right, let me let me do it this way. Let's do it this way. I'm going to give you the player. I'll give you, you the tell stats. me he's in, he's out, or still on the bubble. Okay. All right. And I'm going to give right. you the stats because I, I did the research. I got, right. I got some numbers here. Let's start with let's start with Watkins. In, out, or still in the bubble? Yeah. I think he's still in the bubble. I think he ends up making it because they keep two quarterbacks, and he's the seventh receiver they keep. And to ensure a position, I think he goes for five, 71 yards, and a touchdown. So that would mean who making it over him? I think Bell's a lock, dude. I think Bell's – and I think Grant makes it. If they only keep six receivers and they keep Bell and Grant, then that's it. He's better than Bell. I, I'm just – I'm going off what well, I see. Well, they might not think yeah. that. Or they might keep him because Bell, they're drafted. Bell's getting Bell reps knows? with the first teams in practice. Uh, He's getting first team reps in practice. He ha- he All did. I know is Bell got cut in my fantasy league last night. I mean – I don't listen. Not, you're not asking me what I think. If I was general yes. manager of the Browns, he's he's medium size. He's not tall. He's not fast. Yeah. He's not quick, and he's a receiver. I just described an offensive lineman. Mm. G, you're you're looking at the wrong person because I'm with you, but I'm also reading the tea leaves of what's going on in practice, and I think that has more I, value than what we see. I didn't even hear Mary Kay. Nobody say nobody was at practice that said David Bell's tearing it up in practice. No. But he's getting first team reps though. That's got to be something. That's even disappointing. You get first yeah. team reps and you still suck. <laughs> I'm saying Watkins is still on the bubble as well, although I'm leaning towards him making it. All right, let's do what uh, David Bell in out on the bubble. Deuces. See, I think he's a lock. I think he's yeah, I think, I think he's, he's a lock. In. I think he's a lock. Anthony and, Schwartz in out on the bubble. Deuces. I, I think I, he's out. I think he's out, but for the sake of this yeah. thing, here's what I think he has to do on Saturday to lock a spot on the roster. G. Bush, you ready? Yes. You got the knees shaking. You got the Kool-Aid. Yes. 27 catches, 483 yards, and 16 touchdowns. <laughs> and if he does that against Kansas City, they cannot cut Anthony Schwartz. If he does anything less than that, he's gone. If he, does, if he has six touchdowns, he's out. Done. Finished. Gone. Okay. He needs Fair at least enough. sixteen. Anthony Schwartz scared me more than like I, he he can co- he could cost you a game more than the kicker can. Well, he, that means he has to play first. Yeah. He, Jakeem Grant in out on the bubble. So uh, you go first. You go first. I think they. I heard Kevin Stefanski. They said they sound like they was just trying to save him. That's like they were saving him for because they didn't want him to get injured yeah. and they think that he's just their guy back there. So I think um, he's the special teams dude, and I think Demetri Felton gets cut now. I agree with G. I think Grant is on the bubble, will end up making the team. I don't think he's a lock yet. I do think he makes the team. I think what Stefanski said and the way you read into that, that's exactly how I read into that. We didn't hear anything for Grant for the first three and a half weeks of training camp. Yeah. I think that was intentional. I don't think he was hurt. I think they were just like he was like, Miles Garrett. He was hurt like, last year. He, he, he was, was hurt last year coming back and saving him till they absolutely I still him. don't believe that he's definitely on the team. I'm saying on the bubble. I don't believe anything coaches say, or I don't believe almost. Well, anything. he didn't. He didn't say they were. He said he's going to get. An, he's going to get an extra. He's going to get a chance to play this week. Yeah, that was the way I read into yeah, it. it. But as I, if he's one of the starters. Yeah, he's he yeah. one of the starters, and I said, "Dang, okay." I, I don't know if he returns one kick, punt, kick, however, what miss field goal. If he yeah. has one decent return, I think he's a lock. Mm. I mean, they paid him getting some some That's some money. And if they right. if they think real quick, if they think yeah. Grant's a better punt returner than DPJ, he is. Which I think he the track record shows he is. Yeah, he's on the team. He's on the team. Right. 
Probably. Plain is. and simple. He's on Demetric team. Felton. You think he's out? Huh? He's done I do too. Well, who's your three running backs right now? The third that, guy's that not third, here. That, that dude, that, who's oh, your second running back right the, now? Ford. Ford. Is Ford ready to go week one? He should be. I mean, I'm okay without him. And if he don't, we just get Chug extra carries. Elijah Moore. And, and it was that dude, the that guy they brought in. Wilkins. He's better than, than, than Felton. Is he? I, I just, when I was looking at him running inside zone plays, I'm like, oh, he looks like a right. He looks like an NFL What about running. Kelly? Gone. Gone, yeah. He's. I think the third running back on opening night is not currently on this roster. I don't think any of the running backs are on the roster right now because I, I don't know that. Now, what? Um, Ford will be on the 53, but I don't think he's playing opening day because it doesn't sound like he's going to be ready. I haven't heard anything to yeah. say to t- contrary to that. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know the extent of his injury. I know Stefanski said he should be back around that time frame. Maybe that's yeah. a week after, week two, week There'll three. Be somebody but, they'll be interested in. Yeah, but I, in that position. They will bring in another running back for the start of the I season. Agree. I feel very confident I agree. in that. All right, uh, Ronnie Hickman, in-out bubble. 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 And, he, and he's out. I, I, I think I think he's so, a bubble. He can if he can. He's playing against right. Like if he can play in this game, if they mess around and get him another interception, or he could do something. Yeah. And it, it, he got to make some plays in this. I game. just think Bell is a special teams guy, and they're not going to want to keep cut him, and they're not going to keep five safeties. I'm with you a hundred percent. for the sake of this, what does Hickman have to do against the Chiefs to surpass? If he Bell? picked off Mahomes, maybe you'd consider it. I, oh, I, I had the same way. Like his interception so far. The best quarterback he's picked off is Jacoby Brissett. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's very fair. I would, yeah. If he, if he can make he's some picked plays, off Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota, and some practice squad. He can, he make a big, make a couple big tackles. Um, even in, if he can play special teams and make a special teams play. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the reason I think Bell's ahead of Hickman is the special yeah. teams aspect. Bell right. is a solid special teams contributor. Last year. And Bubba Ventrone said he's been a standout in special teams so far this camp. So I think Hickman has a long way to go before it's Diabate, in, out, bubble. In. Bubble ends up getting in. I'm bubble on Diabate. I'm bubble gets in. I think if he has another sack and or yeah. force fumble, another play that's not just a tackle, it's going to be hard to look at what he's done in these three preseason games, in, what, in practice that we don't see, but I'm assuming it's similar to what he's doing in the been, game. And they've been raving about At a about position him. they just don't have a lot of depth in. So. And a position that they're kind of banged up still. You don't know the health of Taki Taki. You don't – Anthony Walker, I think, will be coming back. But I, I think what he brings is skill set. The difference between him and Anthony or Fields is, is, is night and day. But let me ask this question, and G, I want you to answer next. Diabate's skill set at the linebacker position, the other guys they have in that room – do they have anyone in the same mold as him, or is he kind of a one-of-one one in the, the grand scheme of that linebacker room, the six, seven guys they've been there? Does anyone else do what he does? JLK, like, they're both extremely fast. They're both extremely, like, athletic. Like, they can read and react. Like, they, they run around. I think they, that, that's why they're intrigued by it because, you know, to be honest with you, the Browns in the AFC, not only do you have to, you know, have a quarterback, but you have to also be have guys that can t- can run down running quarterbacks. You look, Aaron Rodgers can run. Herbert is mobile. Um, Je- Josh Allen, he runs the ball. He's their running back. And I, we already know about Lamar Jackson. And, and Joe Burrow can, you know, basically, you know, extend plays. So in the AFC, you need somebody in the linebacker positions to run sideline to sideline. Um, after Miles Garrett and, and those guys, Darius Smith chased him around a little bit. But yeah, um, I think that JOK runs like him, and, and I, but I think he's much bigger. I think he has more upside because 
He just has a, a more of a traditional. He's six four, two thirty. He's yeah. about two thirty. He's huge. Yeah, he's big. big why dude. is he? Why did he go undrafted? Do we know? It's hard to make the league. <laughs> it's, I, it's like you know he transferred from. But if he's court. that, if he's got that kind of skill set, like why didn't anybody take him in the sixth, seventh round at least? It's a great question, and I'm not yeah. even going to speculate. All I right. have no idea. Tony Fields in out on the bubble. On the bubble out. <sighs> on a bubble, I would say right now on a bubble in just because of special teams. Yeah. I'm going out on him. I hate when me and Bull agree on everything. I don't think we've disagreed yet. Uh, have we not? I think we're on the same wavelength. Uh, Jordan Elliott. Bye. Okay. I, I have an a, interesting one. Peace. I think he's on the bubble right now. Third round pick three years ago is barely played. I think it comes down to him or Mo Hurst, and I'm rolling the dice with Mo Hurst on this one. I, I think, think Elliott's he, on the bubble leaning towards out. I'm with you. And, and for the sake of this, just like Schwartz, I think if Elliott has three sacks – one of them on Mahomes, he has a much better shot, but I don't see that happening. He's out of here. I, I've seen enough of Jordan Elliott. Uh, I think, let's see, have anybody, anybody else? Cade York? Yeah, they're not going to come. I know. I just throw it out there. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you one more. Jo- uh, let's go back to the offense. I'll give you an interesting one here. Nick Harris. He's on a roster. I think he's traded. I think he's going to be out. I know it's crazy because he was supposed to be the starting center last yeah. year, but I think Whiplash beat him out for the backup center spot. Pochich the starting center. Pochich is the starting center. They got what's his name to be. He's been a pretty good backup guard for them when they needed him. That Michael Dunn. And Whiplash played guard in preseason. And who who was on the other day that said? I think it was Jason. Yeah. Harris is small. Right. In, in the if he's big guy. I but think in they the now see Whiplash as their starting center of the future. I, I, I agree. I agree. I think I think they they have Whipler and Demon Jones as their Dewan Jones as their starting center and right tackle a couple of years from now. If they could trade That's how they see it. Nick Harris, what do you think you get back for Harris? A sixth Not round much. pick, fifth, yeah, sixth round pick, something like that. Would you do? I'm, it? I, listen, I'm gonna be honest. I like I like Nick Harris better than I like James Hudson. But James Hudson's a tackle, and he's their only backup tackle with experience. I, I mean, he just has bad experiences. That's true. Not not unfair. <laughs> I would keep Dewan, I would keep Dewan Jones and make him my swing tackle. Nick Harris could play guard, or Nick Harris he, he could, you possibly can get something for him. I mean, who, how many people have a center? Like they got yeah. the Browns got three good centers. If a team called right now, let's use Indianapolis for example because their offensive line's weak, and said, "Hey, AB, we'll give you a six round pick for Nick Harris." Would you do it? I would do it, but yep. I don't think the Colts. I, I think it's more a team that. Yeah, the Colts are not really trying to win this year, especially if they trade Jonathan Taylor. But trying to keep Anthony Richardson upright is certainly fair. important. Fair. But any team, I used to yeah, coach it. I would do it. For yes. a six? I'd yeah. do it. I think I would, too. I'd rather try to trade him for maybe another player at another position. I would, too. Who do you think, and this is putting you on the spot, and I, I'm probably not going to think of one. Position for position, skill for skill, cheap money for cheap money. Yeah. You know, the Browns have a maybe, lot of cash Maybe a now. running back that's interesting. Yeah, I would say bring probably. Bring back Dearness Johnson? I wouldn't be mind bringing back Dearness Johnson. You know what? Johnson. That's not a terrible move. I, I wouldn't. I'd Dearness like is way down the cold step of the, the uh, Jaguars. Jag, He's their fourth, third or fourth running yeah. back right now. Yeah, he might get cut. Yeah, because they got Etienne, the kid they drafted. They love. They like him, uh, Tank Bigsby. From Auburn, yeah. Yeah. I drafted him last night, too. If they, cut, uh, if they they might just cut him and the Browns can pick him back up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that you need to trade for Dearness. Oh, but, but I was just throwing out yeah. a player like that could be I'll give something. you one guy, one other guy, Harrison Bryant. All right, so we know Stefanski has a tight end fetish, so yeah. he's definitely a lock. But I, I don't, don't know, know that he's a – is he a lock? 
Are they keeping another? T- they're only going to keep two tight ends. They've got and Kevin Stefanski's offense. They've got six tight ends two? here. Three of them are undrafted free agents the last two years. So I assume they're keeping three. Are any of the other three surpassing I Harrison Bryant? I think he get cut. I'm just yeah, I think he's on the bubble, but I'm leaning towards keep. I don't see how they cut him. Um, and Aikens is such an – and I like Aikens. Aikens. Dude's been hurt so often in his, in his career. Aikens like, and Joku and what else? So what other – they got Aikens. Ryan. That's it. I mean, they, the rest are – they got an undrafted rookie from last year named Z- – uh, what the hell is this guy's name? Zaire. Oh, the no. basketball player. Zaire Mitchell Padden. He was the best one. And then player. two undrafted free agents this year, Thomas Greeny and Miller Forrestall. Now, Miller Forrestall was at Alabama. He and made he, a couple of big plays against right, he's Washington. Played decently. Uh, I still think they keep Bryant. I still think they keep Bryant. All right. Well, there you go. Those I mean those are the question marks, right? Yeah. Now the good news is we're not really talking about I mean, gee, you and I have covered this team a long time, and usually this time of the year. We're still debating like eight starting spots. Oh yeah, guys, for many uh, yeah. years, and including <laughs> like who's playing left guard, and who's, who, who's the second. Is quarter? there any starting spot that's up for grabs right now? The second yeah. defensive tackle spot could be because Shelby Harris hasn't been here long. I don't know that he's definitely starting week one. I I can see them not do that. I can see them if everybody's healthy. I think the only the only thing that's up for grabs to me that's a significant like that has any significance is the second starting the. Defensive tackle spot, and the number two running back if Ford's not ready to go. That's it. That's, some good, that's, that's a good problem to have. Or that, that's a good set that's of it. question marks to have. You know, who's the second starting? Yeah, I mean, I don't see anything and else. It, no. it, second it, linebacker. And at least you usually have your nickel, like a nickel linebacker or a nickel corner that you don't know too much about. Right, right, no. Or, or it's a no. tight end battle because you don't really use tight ends. Like, yeah. it's just basically – the roster is set. Yeah, I mean, the key guys, you know, obviously we're talking about back end of the roster spots, but all those guys we talked about are the third tight end, yeah. the, the fourth safety. The, the fifth or sixth, seventh receiver. Right, like, like those guys, they're not playing much anyway, even, even if, and some of those guys won't even be active the yeah. first week. But I think who's starting, who's the second starting D tackle, although they're going to rotate, obviously, and who's the backup running back if, if forward, like who's get because tr- Nick Chubb is not getting every carry. Yeah. Who's getting the, those eight, Five eight carries if Jerome Ford can't go. Right now, I don't think we have the answer to that. I don't mm-hmm. think he's on the roster right yeah. now. Uh, real quick, before we move yeah. on, I d- we talked about the preseason game. I know we got a few minutes real quick, so yeah, I just want to yeah, say one fine. thing. They play the Chiefs tomorrow, 1 p.m. kickoff. Yeah. Mahomes is playing. Watson's playing. I know we did a lot of the Watson stuff yesterday. Yeah. I want to throw one thing at you, and we'll move on. But we talked about things we're looking forward to from Watson and what we want to see from Deshaun and, and the back and forth with Patrick Mahomes. What is your dream scenario for the first two drives of the game. And I'll, I'll tell you mine, then if you guys differentiate, by all means. I want Kansas City to win the toss, receive, and march right down the field and score a touchdown. And I want to see how Deshaun Watson comes back out immediately after, after taking a uh, – he didn't take the hit, but the team takes a hit, and try to match Mahomes drive for drive right from the get-go. No ramp-up, no warm-up. Jump yeah. into the deep end immediately and try to respond to the best offensive yeah. football. A lot of uh, Browns coverage over the last week – the, the reporters have bent over backwards and to the point of embarrassing themselves by saying, well, uh, that Deshaun Watson drive was great, even though they didn't score a touchdown. It can't be a great drive if you don't score a touchdown, okay? That drive was forgettable. Yeah, they didn't score a touchdown. I know it's the preseason and I, you know, but whatever. If you, want, uh, you want me to take it seriously, then score a freaking touchdown. He was three for three and for And I thought the play calling in the Reds, I know Nick Chubb wasn't there, fine, but 
the play calling in the red zone I didn't like. Me either. So I want to see them have two, you know, for two great drives where they score. Even though Nick Chubb probably, I, I, it's, do we know for sure he's not playing? I assume he's not playing. But all the other stars I don't think he said, but I, I would yeah. be shocked if he played. Let me just, yeah. Yeah, you know. Boy. Take I'm going to say this. We ain't talked about this all preseason. The Tainted Water, yes, we have. Yes, we have <laughs> talked about that Tainted Water. Yeah. Uh, we have not talked about Kevin Stefanski and the play calling. We haven't um, seen enough of it yet. That's, I feel like that's why. So that's where I'm going to get to. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If you were playing the Kansas City Chiefs, I don't believe in this. Like, I don't believe in this showing showing all your stuff. Like, what you talk about? Oh, we, we, don't, we don't want to show anybody anything. What are you talking about? That's like say, saying somebody who got outfits. If you got gear and you, you got multiple it. jeans, multiple shirts, Jordans, your closet is crazy. There's no such thing as wasting an outfit. That's why Mariah Carey runs and walks around in high heels, uncomfortable. You ever notice on shows they be uncomfortable sitting around having dinner, eating dinner, and the wife is at the other end of the table, and a husband over here, and they're eating a steak, and they got gowns, and, and he got a suit on. You're like, in what world? That's ridiculous. In what world do people walk around in uncomfortable clothing like that? Rich people that got gear. If you got plays for days, if I got plays, you think Andy Reid is trying to save anything? There's no such a thing as saving. That's like if you say, hey, save this best episode of UCSS. No, we're going to come do a show tomorrow, and it's going to be just as good as the last one. No one cares about saving anything. So what I want to see him do, come out here and run some stuff, get some people open, score some touchdowns, and don't worry about somebody checking and stealing. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's dumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, give me some stuff. Give me some yeah. plays. Let me see. Just like that play on the goal line. That was stupid. Why would you not run something on that goal line play and get a touchdown? You, you run Kelly to the side. Get out of here. It's terrible. Kelly's been terrible in short yard situations this yeah. preseason. Like, oh, that's why he's not going to be on the team. And stuffed twice on the goal yeah. line, and then on the third and short against the Eagles, he fumbles. Like, he could not have been worse. Anthony, you got some super chats for us? Yeah, I got two uh, real quick. So, G, in relation to Ohio State, Halim Youssef said not having one quarterback separate themselves in a competition doesn't mean they don't have a quarterback. Truth is they have three that can start on any team outside of maybe three in the whole country. That's not Tell true. him how wrong he is. It's not true. The three guys is not starting on any. I give you four. I give you five teams that are not starting over. He's not starting for any. Matter of fact, he's not starting over the kid in Michigan. That's one. Yeah. He's not starting in Georgia. He's not starting in Clemson. He is not starting in Alabama. And uh, Bama quarterback sucks this year. Gee, do any of the other teams matter? If he could start there, no, they don't. Because only four teams make the playoffs. He's not. He's not starting. In or have they gone up to? The, nope. They going up to the twelve? When does that happen? Next year. He's or not starting year. at Texas. Not starting at A and M. Not like what are you talking about? And the guy said, "Oh, well, the fact that one guy hasn't stood out means oh, they're all good." No, 
nobody stood out. I mean, I'm not paying. You're paying attention. Did to he it. watch the spring? Did he watch the spring game? Yeah, it was ugly. It was the worst spring game I ever. And then, it, of course, the talking point is: Well, Justin Fields look. Ju- Justin Fields has was better in eighth grade than every one of the quarterbacks they got right now. Let's just be clear. One of the quarterbacks wears number thirty-three. I just can't. I can't get sold on the court. I understand it. There's some reason behind it, and I forget the story off the top of my head. But Devin Brown, he's from Utah. You're saying it's inappropriate. It's an ugly quarterback number. That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. great in basketball, Larry Bird, but as yeah. a quarterback under center, yeah. I mean, it ain't a football number. Thirty-three ain't a football number. They had they had Stroud, they had C.J. Stroud. The quarterbacks that they got are not better than C.J. Stroud. And last year you lost to Georgia, right? If and Michigan. About- so that guy's lost as well. Yeah, if you're worried say. about Buckeyes too, next Friday we have our friend Jay Stevens from Locked On Buckeyes coming on. So we'll cover the team then a little bit. And then yeah. I got one here from Chris B. Hear me out, guys. Package with both DTR and Watson on the field. DTR's nope. Nope. out wide. Nope. More in the backfield. Would y'all be down? Nope. No. No. Nope. Uninterested. Hey, we, we, we don't listen. I, we've already seen it. I've seen this episode one too many times. I do not want to start that. The, for the last thing I need is DTR throwing any sort of touchdown passes in crunch time, getting any more clout to start a decision making process. Let, I don't. Let me ask you a question. No. <laughs> let me ask you a question, guys. Does Patrick Mahomes ever come off the field on offense? Never. Never. Does Joe Burrow ever come off the field on offense? Nope. Never. Does Josh Allen ever come off the field on offense? Never. Nope. Does Justin Herbert ever come off the field on offense? Never. Nope. Does Lamar Jackson ever come off the field on offense? When he's hurt. <laughs> come on, ne- you know never, never, yeah. never. Aaron Rodgers, does he come off? Never. Stop. He, 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 the, coach, okay. the coach will come off before Good him. quarterbacks don't come off the field. Ever. Well, to, to the super chatters, yeah. he said DTR on the field with Watson, no, which is just as silly. Not interested. All right, and what's next? All right, so real quick before we move on, guys, I want to remind everybody about our good friends over at Bird Dogs. They have some amazing products, some amazing shorts, and some amazing joggers. I wore the shorts out to Blossom for my birthday to go party with Nickelback. They were comfortable the whole time running and stumbling around the lawn. It was a great time. Go check out Bird Dogs. We love them. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.